You know Ready? what I'm singing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One, two, three. Find your way back. Da 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 da. Find your way back. Uh, you have a much better voice than Find me. Your if way I back. Sing, oh God, no! I am a terrible singer. That just popped into my head because Zara was like, "I gotta find my way back," and I was like, "Find your way back to your heart." Who sings that anyway? I don't remember. It's like Journey. It's not Journey. I was gonna say, isn't it Journey? I don't think it's, it's Journey. Definitely. It's a band like Journey, though. It's one of those '70s bands. I gotta, I gotta look this up. <laughs> find your way back. Lyrics. Jefferson Starship. That is not Journey. No, that is not Journey, <laughs> but of the same era. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello steve how you hello, doing hello oh my god you know what i am so hungry this morning so i uh, do um <laughs> intermittent intermittent fasting so i don't eat until noon um but some mornings like around nine ten o'clock my stomach's like me. that's what it's doing this morning <laughs> i've noticed that happens to me because i do the same thing mm -hmm. um it's when i don't drink enough water uh, prop and and like I said on the first attempt at streaming, I'm not drinking any water because I took my medicine late again this right. morning. Probably the exact same thing. Yeah. So how's everything going, Steve? How are you? I don't know who else is well, watching, but Steve, to whomever else has joined us, hello, hello. Book the wedding. Ooh, that is amazing! Congratulations, Steve. That is fantastic. That's fantastic. So yeah, it's really awesome. And, oh yeah, we're High very five. proud of you. Fist bump for that. Boom, boom, boom. He also said that he owes us um, steak dinner with wine. I'm pretty sure I, I heard him say that. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> Steve says, "Where's your sport coat? You are out of wardrobe." I am. Today, Zara and I both agreed. Uh, like yeah. it's super casual. It's day before Thanksgiving. <laughs> I didn't even like. I didn't even shave my head. Oh, Which no. is why, well, plus it's cold, but I'm wearing my hat because I didn't shave my head, and principally because it's cold. It's um, freezing. Did hell? you guys get snow? What's that? Did you guys get snow? Yeah. Yeah, we got, like, that slushy-ass, wet, sloppy, goopy shit that I'm going to have to shovel um, once we end the show. So I took a shower before the show. because I did shave here, but um, then I'm going to go outside and get all nasty and sweaty moving around. 5,000 pounds of wet slush, basically. That'll be your workout. We that, got... Well, and I am going to work out this afternoon slash evening when my friend Russell comes over. Because I have a workout buddy, Russell, who comes over and we lift together. Um, mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out how to change my lift program because I want to stay... As much as I want to do the heavier weights because it feels cool to be able to say, like, you know... I can squat 350, 400 pounds, whatever. Like, right. that feels cool to say. I'm not going to lie. Um, I really don't want to hurt myself. And the last couple times I did lift heavy, I tweaked my knee a little bit. Nothing bad. Mm. Like, it didn't rip or wreck anything. But I don't want to, you know, I don't want to damage myself. The point of lifting isn't to do that. The point of, right. of, of all of it is for me to be a healthy, capable, not die of a heart attack. I want to live until right. the singularity so that I can transfer my brain into a computer and live forever. That's the goal. Do you want to live forever? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I don't, don't want to die. Do. I don't want to die. <laughs> I don't want to die. All right. Um. Yeah, we got we got about ten inches, maybe a foot, mm -hmm. in some places. I mean, Boulder and Fort Collins got slammed. Okay, uh, it's too hot for this hat. 
Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was I was cold earlier, but it's it always gets warm in the studio, so screw that. Um, but yeah, we got we got some snow, but ours isn't the wet kind. Ours is like you can't even make snowballs out of it. But so you got a like the super it. light, fluffy snow skiing snow. Yeah, yeah. But there's a shit. There's ton a shit ton of it. Of yeah. it. So hello, Steve. Hi, Mike. Alexandra has joined us. Frank is here. We're talking about gratitude this week because Thanksgiving seems like an appropriate topic. We're being super cash. <laughs> This is it, like, you know. It, we're getting our turkey eating clothes on. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I actually put the turkey in the brine right before the show started. I need to do that. Even though I don't cook the turkey. That is not my responsibility. Not... But I was asked to put it in the brine around one. Because mm -hmm. I guess whatever brine Donald is using um, can't go over 24 hours. Oh, interesting. Um, so it's at 16 to 24 hours. So I said, okay, between one and two, I mm -hmm. will. So Drop if I screw it there. up, it's going to be my fault. <laughs> no screwing up the brine. <laughs> you can't screw up the turkey. He's like, it can't be very hard considering like he made everything <laughs> last night. I just need to pour it over the turkey. Right. Yeah. I had the turkey in the fridge in a, in a bucket thawing. And then I mm -hmm. made the brine last night and dumped it in this morning. Turkey-free zone. So, Mike, what do you guys do for Thanksgiving? And you guys do ham. I love ham. We're I doing both this year. Uh, so it's me, my wife, and my stepfather-in-law. It doesn't make sense for us to go like nutso on the food, which right. is why you know, turkey. You know the basics, um, which is all good. It's not like we don't enjoy it, but right. Yeah, turkey-free zone. Good. Yeah. All right. So if we're talking about gratitude. I mean, I think it probably stands to reason that we should talk about how we can use gratitude to keep ourselves centered and keep ourselves in the right headspace as much as possible. Even though human be we're human beings, we're never going to 100% be wine and roses and, you know, rainbows and, and sparkly stars, right? Right. But gratitude is a tool that we can use, not just in business, but in life, just to keep ourselves um, I don't like the word centered because I think that gives a false idea of, of like balance as if everything in life is always going to be perfectly, you know, yeah, no, it's not centered. It's right. more of, um, keeping like more of a positive outlook. So when, and keeping the right perspective, right. The right perspective. I think yeah. that's a better word for it because it's so easy to focus on the negative. It not yeah. only is it easy to focus on the negative, but it's so much easier to, um, like connect with people on the negative stuff. Like, yep. Just look so, at Facebook and the world and what people post. And it's just exactly like if you look like on Facebook or social media, it's either more, um, it's either super negative, right? You get the post of like, oh my God, I can't believe how bad my day is. Like everyone hates me. Everything's going wrong. Yada, yada, yada. Or it's like the super positive. My life is perfect. Nothing could possibly go wrong. And like, there's an issue with both of those perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I think you could fakely overdo uh, gratitude and that, oh, hashtag blessed, hashtag, right. you know, best life ever. Hashtag yeah. this the best. <laughs> right. Um, 
but like one of the things that I do on a daily basis, cause like I love to, and I find that journaling really helps me. So in the mornings I get up and that's the first thing I do. I get my cup of tea or coffee or whatever I'm drinking at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sit down and I write five to 10 things that I am grateful for in that moment. Mm-hmm. So things like I'm grateful to have a roof over my head, even though I could say, oh, my God, the stupid house, like we're having so many issues with it. Like we need to get like the driveway uh, report, all of this stuff. Like mm-hmm. there are so many there are more negatives than positives. But looking at it from that positive standpoint really helps like put things in perspective like mm-hmm. i could sit here and whine and bitch about how busy i am right and how oh i have a backlog of you know 50 sessions that i still need to edit before <laughs> the end of the year and i'm not joking i think it's, <laughs> it's not quite 50 but it's definitely over 25 right now mm-hmm. and one of them is a wedding Ooh. on the tail end of the wedding but mm-hmm. still still um And instead, I could sit and say, I am so grateful that I have all this work that's bringing me money Mm -hmm. that's going to help me pay for Christmas and help Mm -hmm. pay down debt and things like that. So it's just a different perspective. And I think it's really, really helpful. And like you said, not just in business, but also in life. Right, right. And I'm a strong believer that like until you get your personal life in order and your personal shit in place, you can't be successful in business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that looks different for everyone. It's not, it's not your typical, what society thinks is like the success or like, it's whatever right. works for you. Like once you are happy within yourself, this, and that's where gratitude comes in. Right. And you can be at peace with your personal life and the things going on personally, that's the only time you're actually going to be able to put full effort into a business so that your business flourishes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and to go along with that, first I want to say real quick, Frank had a had a great alternative word for it that I think is also appropriate, which is keeping yourself grounded. Um, and I think that's a very that's, yeah. very good way to think about it. Um, but the idea of like having your your shit together, I think that is. Um, that's that's dangerous because when we think of having you know our lives in order, whatever it might be, the very immediate thing we do is think about either a what we want our lives to be, or b what we see in other people's lives that we want, mm-hmm. and and falling into those thought patterns is what can cause the disruptions and the negative thoughts that that kick you off keel and knock you off your grounding point. So when you're thinking about your gratitude and you're thinking about your life and you're thinking about your business and, and the things that you are grateful for, remember that this is your life and you can, you need to define your life um, for yourself and not against any other person's life perceived or real. Uh, because we're all unique individuals and beings, and and that comparison game is 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 the road to hell, literally. Like it'll it'll put you well, into a, a a negative brain spiral that'll just destroy you. What's the the quote? It's like um, 
the thief of joy is comparison or comparison is the thief of joy. Thief yeah, my blah, blah, a friend blah, blah, of mine blah. just posted that on Facebook the other day and I and I commented that that has stolen so much joy from me because yep. you know, I, as much as I try to avoid it, you know, my brain will it's fall inevitable. into it. It's inevitable. It's inevitable, right? So right. it's not something that you can just be like, "Oh, I'm never going to explain, I'm never going to compare myself to anybody right. ever." And you know, you can't help it. You can't help but do it at times, but when to an extent you need to, right? Because yeah, to an yeah. extent, like if you're looking up at people and you're like, "Okay, in 5 years, I want to be where that person is." Right. So there is a healthy dose of comparison that I think we all need. Yeah. It's the when we start being jealous and this is, it was a thing that I heard on a podcast and I think maybe I forwarded the podcast to you. It was months ago. Um, it's the Andy Frizzell's podcast. It's kind of like all over the place. But, um, the one thing he said was that a lot of people will sit here and bad mouth. So like they're comparing themselves to someone and then they're bad mouthing that person. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh, like what are they doing with this money? Oh, what are they like? I would do it differently. And they're doing it. Like they don't even realize it, but that, that like bad mouthing comes from jealousy. Mm-hmm. Like you want yes. to be like that person. Yes. Yes. And so you have to, instead of saying, okay, what are they doing that I can also do? Like, what are they doing right that I can do? And then what can I improve on? And good for them for doing yes. such a great job. We sit here and we go, well, screw them. Like they just got lucky. That's a lucky break. Or like we, we start bad mathing. And the only thing that's doing it is putting it out in the universe that you don't want to be like them. Yeah. But in reality you do. And it's holding you back because yeah. now you're not going to do the things they do because you bad mouth them. And it's like this vicious cycle. And if we can approach it with a mindset of gratitude, like, Hey, that's so cool that you did that. And I'm grateful that you're in my life in some extent as an example. And now I can work up to be as good, if not better than you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like a healthy dose of competition versus the constant, oh, like I'll never measure up to that. Right, right. And that's, and that's like, I wasn't saying any of this and posting and sharing this stuff publicly because I don't believe in, in trying to tear people down. And, and I don't. Um, but I was I was moving into those kinds of thoughts and feelings when whatever however whatever show it was when I you know when I had my breakdown because I was trying so hard to to make these videos to try to keep my channel growing and try to to you know take it to another level and I would be seeing you know whoever Peter McKinnon or these other photographers who are are having huge success and I couldn't help but but compare and then I was starting to get frustrated and envious and angry and that's a that's that's a I know that's a bad place for me to be and that's part of why I had to take a step back from it all because it wasn't healthy for me to be thinking about it that way um you know and and good for Peter McKinnon and everybody else who is doing amazingly because I know all of those people put a a shit ton of work into what they do and and I've never begrudged them their success um you know despite my frustrations with my own but um I was not in 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 the gratitude mindset and that put me into a very bad mind space and and for me having stepped back these last whatever couple months now I feel like so much better about everything like genuinely everything um and 
as of right now, I have no plans to to start making videos, but I'm thinking about videos. Like it's just naturally happening. Right. And I take that as a good sign because I think my headspace is getting into the right place for me to try to be able to do that again. Right. Uh, so I'm not going to do anything before the new year unless I decide like I want to jump on and do a hangout edit stream or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the new year, um, you know, there's there's I don't there I don't I have no plans, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. Right. It just means that whatever happens is going to happen and I'll take it as it comes. And and part of my focus going into the new year is going to be on gratitude. I think you posted this, Zara, on your Instagram story um, to start with an empty jar uh-huh. and then once a week put something right write yourself right. a gratitude note what what happened what or what, on a daily basis yeah a daily basis might be even better and um, mm-hmm. yeah i thought someone else had posted and i thought that was a great idea yeah so i'm going to do that i don't i don't know if i'll use a jar i think i probably will because it'll be a visual thing that i can see okay. and it'll remind me to do but uh even before we get to the end of the show i think that's a challenge that, that we should put out to everyone right to and that brings me back to to a question that I had for you, Zara, um, because this is the thing that I've always struggled with. Um, but before we get to the question, I wanted to, to catch up on the comments here real quick. Okay. Steve and Mike had a couple comments. Um, Steve said, uh, that is why I always hope to make someone smile with my photos. That is a win always. On your end, as teachers, I try and thank the both of you every time the help is given. More than you know, you've helped me push myself forward without any gear, BS, influence, all business and goal-oriented. I hope you both know that you are making a difference. Um, and so first of all, thank you for that, Steve. Um, I know that means a lot to me, and I know that means a lot to, to Zara as well. It does. Because um, that's what we want to do. <laughs> exactly. That's what we want to do, and it's exactly it's, and it's exactly that. And we're grateful for you guys being here on a daily yes. basis because that yes. takes, I mean, you're taking an hour, sometimes more, if we're mm-hmm. rambling out of your day to sit here and support us in doing this and, like, you know, sharing the shows, adding people to the group, um, any any of those things you do. And even just, like, I know Steve, you know, messaged us and was like, hey, I booked that wedding. And it makes me almost as happy as me booking, you know, my own yeah. clients because I'm proud. Like, I am proud that I can Absolutely. help you your success. And I think that, you know, in the past, and like this is what I was going to say when you were saying about your rant. Like, you know, a couple mm-hmm. of years ago when I stopped shooting weddings, um, a lot of it came down to, like, I would look at people who had been in business about the same time as I had been. Um, people like you know, Vanessa Joy, who I love her to death. She is one of the best humans I have ever met. Um, you know, Jen Rosenbaum, she's a boudoir photographer out of um, New York. People mm-hmm. who are, you know, they're my friends. And I would look at them and I would constantly be comparing my work to them. And I would constantly be telling myself, like, I'm not good enough to measure up. And then one time I was talking to someone and they were like, oh, like, I did the same thing with you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I look at your work and I'm like, I'll never measure up. And I'm like, oh, my God, if you only knew that I look at your work <laughs> and say that. And so sometimes, you know, if you are having those moments, just talking to those people, um, you know, reach out to them and say, hey, like, I really admire your work and I feel like I'm stuck and I 
wonder if you have any advice for me or something like that. And sometimes just that alone will put things in perspective. One, because the lives that we show on social media, on Facebook or whatever, aren't truly what our lives are. Like one of my girlfriends last night, she came over because I had what a snow day. So I had, you know, Ember home and I needed help. (laughs) And so she came over and, uh, I was showing her someone on Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, I just like, I love how her feed looks. I love like the way she dresses. And she was like, this is like exactly what yours looks like. And this is exactly how you dress. And I was like, look at me, like I'm in sweats with a hoodie. And she was like, you don't think she hangs out in sweats and a hoodie at home? Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I guess you have. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah, exactly, exactly. There's, it's, it's a thing that, I always vacillate back and forth on. Uh, okay, so first back to the question that I had because I don't want to lose this question again because I think this is an important aspect of um, the gratitude is capturing the gratitude. And um, I would ask, because you journal, you said every day, and that's something that I've always struggled with. Um, so I'd like to, to hear your thoughts on how people can get into the habit of journaling. And then I had a few thoughts on, even though I've failed to do so, I have a few thoughts on how you can implement um, journaling and or tracking your, you know, maintaining your gratitude um, in a way that works for you as an individual. So what would you recommend? Because I suck at journaling. So it's a matter of habit. Sometimes it sucks, um, and I've I've fallen off the bandwagon multiple times mm-hmm. uh, throughout the last you know fifteen years of me doing it. Um, I try to so like I always have my journal and whatever book I'm reading, and so in the mornings, like you just have to find a time that works for you, whether it's right before bed, whether it's mm-hmm. during your lunch hour, whether it's so for me, it's when I wake up because now. Um, with having a child, once she's awake, there All bets are is off. No, right. Like there is no time for me to like sit down and do anything. Mm-hmm. And occasionally I'll have to like push it back into like her nap time or like once she's at school or whatever. But typically I get up, I make myself my coffee and then I sit down and I read a chapter in whatever book I'm reading. And then I journal for mm-hmm. 15 to 20 minutes. Um, there are like, if you look online and I mean, I can post up a couple of my favorite ones for people who are just getting started, or if you're like trying to change a habit or perspective, whatever, there are different prompts that you can use. So one of like the most simple ones is most people, when they journal, they like write about their day and that's great. Like if that helps you, then fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, other other ways to journal is one of the prompts could be gratitude right what what are the three things that i am grateful for today in this moment and so once you start writing then you just kind of let it come out so for example today one of the things that i was grateful for was our neighbor who let us borrow his snowblower to get our driveway cleaned up because it was awful and so from there it was like it went into okay like i'm grateful for them Um, What can I do to, you know, say thank you to them, maybe take like, you know, a pie over there or a bottle of wine or let's be honest, probably a bottle of wine because I can't bake. Um, (laughs) And then it just kind of goes from there. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things. The other one that I came across recently that I thought was a really good one 
Um, and I think it'd be great for like people, especially who are like starting out new. Um, so there is a lady on Instagram. Let me find her name. Um, I want to say it's like the holistic psychologist. I think that's what her name is. Um, her name, her real name is like Dr. Nicole something. Yeah. So it's the holistic psychologist on Instagram, Dr. Nicole LaPere. Um, and she has like her whole thing. So she's actually a PhD clinical psychologist. And she left her practice. She had a super successful practice. She left it to do more of like the holistic psychology, which I think is way more interesting because it's like body mind connection. Most psychologists, like if you, I mean, if you're aware of what psychologists do, it's there's two avenues, right, to healing. It's either talk therapy or mm -hmm. drugs. Mm -hmm. so you're either getting a prescription or you're getting, and sometimes like medication. A prescription. Like mm -hmm. sometimes you need that. Um, and sometimes you just need like the cognitive behavioral stuff. Mm -hmm. But there's also like, there's a lot of studies showing and there's a lot of like people who are coming out and saying, Hey, like once I started becoming more healthy, like I started taking care of my body, like my gut issues, this and that all of a sudden, like my mind started clearing up too. So now she focuses more on like the nutrition plus psychology. Mm -hmm. um, and so she just put out a thing and it's called uh, the dear future self journal, I think. And it's just a prompt. Um, and I think I can, I think I have a screenshot of it. So she gives you five prompts, five or six prompts, let me see, to journal on on a daily basis. And she focuses more on changing habits. So like these ones are, you write down your daily affirmation. It can be one or multiple. So mm -hmm. any kind of an affirmation, like I'm capable, I'm strong, I'm educated, whatever. Um, and then you focus, so it says today well, I will focus on shifting one pattern. So what pattern are you trying to shift? So like one of the things that I've been trying to work on a lot is not reacting based on my emotions. So like mm -hmm. allowing myself to feel whatever emotion it is about whatever the situation is, but then making my decision or my reaction to that situation based on facts versus, oh, I'm really hurt or I'm really upset or I'm really angry um, because God knows when I'm really angry, I can lash out and it's not pretty, I typically regret it. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, so yeah. then it's, I am grateful for three traits that my future self will have. Um, the person I'm becoming will experience more. I have an opportunity to be my future self today when I, and then the last one is when I think about who I'm becoming, I feel. Mm -hmm. And so her thing is, I'm trying it out, I haven't gotten it fully done. Um, is that if you want to change a habit, it typically takes, well, weeks, generally three to six weeks. Mm -hmm. You have to consistently do something for three to six weeks on a daily basis to make it into a habit. And so hers is 30 days. She says you need to journal on a daily basis using these prompts for 30 days and then reevaluate. So on each thing that you're trying to work through, you spend 30 days every single day you're writing it out. And then for so someone who gets like really antsy about journaling and you don't have to like have paper and pen, like you can do it on your computer um, mm -hmm. or on your phone. It doesn't have, like I like physically writing things out. So mm -hmm. that's, that's just the way I like it. Right. Um, 
And so just getting something that has prompts and I can post, you know, her little prompts up or some of the other ones I found. You can even buy like gratitude journals and things like that that already have the prompts in there that make it a little bit easier Mm -hmm. to do it. You just have to be consistent. So picking a time in your day that you know you're going to have, you know, 15 to 30 minutes to sit down and just do it. So whether it's waking up 30 minutes earlier, going to bed 30 minutes later, you know, on your coffee break, your smoke break, whatever it is, <laughs> right. it's a matter of being also uninterrupted. So like I have my phone on do not disturb. I don't turn on my computer. Like I don't check emails. Like I just sit there for 30 minutes. And for some people you might have to set a timer, like set mm-hmm. a timer of okay here is my 30 minutes of uninterrupted time and when your phone goes goes off that's when you can get up Mm -hmm. so that that's my advice okay that's great and i actually took (laughs) some i took some notes and added my thoughts in there so uh before we before i recap this because i think this is i think this is important right because when you talk about gratitude, the easy thing to do is say, okay, let's all talk about what we're grateful for. And I think we should take a little bit of time today to do that because celebrating that together is is something that's powerful and important. But um, I want to hear from those of you who are hanging out with us and watching today. Um, how many of you, uh, if you don't already journal, how many of you are going to start doing some sort of a gratitude journal to try to help keep yourself grounded uh because if you are then i think together we should make a commitment to do that for 2020 i wouldn't call it a new year's resolution i have my own problems with new year's resolutions um but i want to hear from you who wants to commit to do this thing uh i have tried to to commit to some form of journaling many times and have failed every time um but I think I want to try to do that again for 2020 and specifically focus on um, gratitude because uh, over the last number of years, I have fallen out of the habit of recognizing and being grateful for the place I am, the people that are around, the person I am, the place that I am in as a, as a, as a person, um, and the people that are around me. Mm-hmm. So... Well, you know, I'm who's going to so. journal? Yeah, I know you're in. I'm in. So that's at least two of us. Anybody else in? Uh, and while we're waiting for you to respond to that, um, I will share the recap of this and my additional thoughts on journaling. Um, so obviously, the first thing you said was to make it a habit. Um, set aside a time every day, week, however, however often it is you're going to journal set aside a time to do that. This is the time that I'm going to journal. And when you do that, I would add that you should put that on your calendar. Mm -hmm. Because if it's on your calendar, that's going to be one form of a reminder to do this during this block of time. And it will prevent you, hopefully it will prevent you from scheduling things over that time. Right. Because if we don't, if we don't put a thing down, um, we can very easily go, oh, well, I can just journal later. Oh, I can just do this thing later. And then right. you never do it. So not only carving out your time for it, but putting it on your calendar. Um, <clears throat> and then I would, on top of that, add 
if you need it, which is a thing that I'm going to do, is give yourself some sort of an actual reminder that will pop up on whatever device it is that you know will remind you, probably your phone. So if it's every day, every day at, say, 7 a.m., whatever your time happens to be, boom, right. you get an alert, time to journal. And you, I was just going to say, having an alarm on your phone. Right. So set yourself an alarm for that time. Now, when it comes to the actual journeying, that part is something that I've discovered for myself is that um, finding the right way to journal for you is important. So you can have the prompts like Zara was talking about, and there can be any any number of prompts that right. you could use. You can make up your own prompts, whatever it might be. But the prompts might be an easy way to journal because it could literally be a five-minute activity. You know, um, question one, and what's the answer? Question two, what's the answer? Question three, question four, whatever. And you can even go simpler, right? So um, I've seen people who journal using essentially a checkbox system. Uh, so as an example, maybe you want to just track... Um, as part of your journaling, like, um, did you have a positive attitude for the day? And it's literally just a yes, no checkbox. If you check it, you did. If you exit or leave it blank, you didn't, right? That takes seconds to do. Um, figuring out how you can best journal is, is going to help you succeed in it. And that's been part of my problem is I've not found the way yet. So I'm going to try um, a couple of different things in the beginning to see what I stick with. Um, <clears throat> And so, the thing, too, is mm -hmm. a lot of people, and people do this with diets, people do this with, you know, exercising. If, like, they mess up or they miss a day or whatever, they give up. And then they, oh, I'm done. Yep. Okay. Well, I might as well, fuck that. I'm done. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm, obviously, I can't stick with anything. Like, right. <laughs> give give yourself a little bit more grace. Like, right. be You're... kind to yourself and give yeah. yourself a little bit more grace. Like, uh, this We're all morning, gonna fuck up. <laughs> I I haven't gotten to it yet because this morning I woke up way later than I typically do, mm -hmm. and then I had to get a tiny human out the door, and then I had to try to put on clothes and be here. Right. So like I'll get to it once we're done. Mm -hmm. Like things are flexible. Like things aren't set. You know. But you'll rigid... do it again tomorrow too. Right. And you'll go back to it. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Give yourself a break. If you miss it a couple of times, a time, don't kill yourself. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Just, right. just go back to it. Um, and going back to the journaling style, I just want to throw out a couple of other journaling options. For some people, having prompts and questions actually may not work. Right. right. So it's, un it's, it's partly about understanding your own brain and what's going to work best for you. So... What I suggest is, if and this is what I'm going to do, if you've never done journaling or you've never stuck to it, set it up so that your initial journaling activity includes prompts, includes just the ability to sort of story tell your day, and includes a couple of other journaling variations. So you can figure out which ones you like to do and which ones you don't. And then you can, you can sort of focus down to the type of journaling that you will actually stick to. Because if you if you sit down and you look at those prompts and you go, these questions are stupid, I don't want to answer them, then that's obviously not a good journaling method for you. Right. But if you, if you sit down and you're excited to write out, like, oh my God, this thing happened to me today, I had an amazing day because of this, that, and the other thing, and you want to tell the story of your day, that's clearly the way to go for you. Um, another method that I have had some success with in the past is... Um, I don't know if this is the right term for it, but I call it free writing. 
-hmm. which is where you literally, you, you sit there and with zero filter, you just brain dump onto the paper. No corrections, no, right. you just write. And you give yourself a specified amount of time. Maybe it's five, maybe it's 10, maybe it's 15 minutes. But all you do during that time period is whatever comes into your brain immediately goes into the journal. And by the time you've, you're done with that, you find a clarity and a freedom yep. because you've literally just allowed yourself to empty your brain. Um, it's a weight off your shoulders. One yeah. of the things too, like that, the free form kind of just let it all out really works well with businesses too. Mm -hmm. So like when you have a ton of stuff going on and you, you know, that feeling of like, I have so much to do. I'm just going to go hide under a blanket and watch Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that I've, ne over I've never, ever done that before in my life. <laughs> that overwhelming feeling like you don't know which end to start with if you sit down and you just write it like you can do it in bulletin point you can just mm -hmm. do it whatever like i i did it last night because i knew i had like a bunch of stuff to get done this was quite a short list actually mm -hmm. um but you just write everything out and then once it's out on paper, one, you'll feel better because it's a weight off your shoulders. Mm -hmm. And two, you can see what you actually need to do. Yes. And it's the same. Like, it, it goes both ways in your personal life and in in business. Like, if something's weighing on your mind in your personal life, like, let's say, you know, you, you know that you need to, like, exercise more and eat better. Mm -hmm. But you're not doing it because you're overwhelmed and you just want to be under a blanket watching Netflix in your fort, then <laughs> you can write that down and you're like, oh, like, look at how many times I've mentioned the fact that I need to eat better. Mm -hmm. Like, and then you can make the decision like, okay, start eating better. Right. Or it's not important enough to me. Like I need to stop worrying about it. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And that, and that ge it gives you the opportunity to essentially to free yourself from the burden of that thing. Mm -hmm. Um, going along with that, something here that Steve said is super, super important, which is you ha you have to be very honest with yourself. Because if you right. bullshit yourself, if you lie to yourself, you get nothing from it, right? So the journal, right. the journal, and the gratitude is about, you know, under. Uh, it's about f coming to terms with life as it is and improving your life, right? Right. And and what that means is like like Zara just said, right? You're going to make a mistake. You're going to make mistakes because you're a human being just like the rest right. of us. And that's what we do. I mean, that's how we learn. That's how we figure our way through. So when you, when you sit down and you see something that maybe it's a, a prompt, you know, did I eat well today? And the answer is no. And you feel guilty about filling that in. Like, don't beat yourself up about it. Right. Recognize that you did it. Move on and, and try right. to do better the next day. And no one else is reading this. Like, this is yours. It's Yeah. And, yeah, if you're lying to yourself, then... Then you might as well what's... not be journaling, right. honestly. And you might as well not be trying to improve your life. Right, right. Because if you can't fess up to your own issues, <laughs> it's like going to a therapist and paying them, you know, thousands of dollars and, and lying to them. Not talking about your problems and talking. lying to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So yeah. and and you know it's like like anything else like going into a rehab program right the people who who lie and who don't want to talk about it are the people that get nothing out of it and the same right. thing will happen with journaling so 
um, you know, if you want to, if you want to find more gratitude and express more gratitude in your life, then you do have to be honest about your shortcomings and your failings, right. and and recognize those and seek to improve those. And that's part right. of the whole process. Exactly. So, a couple of other points is is finding the method that works for you. So, like Zara said earlier, you could you, it doesn't have to be pen and paper. You can do it on pen and paper, and some people prefer pen and paper. And if like this is this is a situation where I am actually going to advocate for buying things. So <laughs> you all know how I feel about gear as far as photography goes, right? Like I could give a shit about the camera and I could give a right. shit about most anything else as long as I have the camera and I have lights of some kind, I can make a photo and I can make it look, you know, amazing because the, it's just a tool. But at the same time, like maybe you want to spend some money on a really nice journal and you want to get like a really nice pen and that'll help motivate you to journal because you'll have these really nice materials to work with. Like that's a thing to do. Maybe, you know, maybe you want, if you have an iPad, maybe you want to use your iPad more and, and do a thing like make an automation, right? Cause you know, the, like the automations I make for the photography stuff, I'm super excited about, about making those kinds of things. So my, what I'm thinking I'm going to try as part of my journaling process is making myself a shortcut so that on uh, however often I'm going to journal, I, I, I pull up my phone, I hit a button and it asks me the prompts and it, and it gets me the responses and, and however right. I'm going to set it up. Right. And, and I'm excited about the idea of making this thing that's going to be part of my journaling process. So when you think about trying to do this to try to track your gratitude and give yourself more gratitude and 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 journal it think about how what excites you about doing a thing and then use that to help motivate you to to keep journaling i tried to do that the last time i tried to journal with with like nice paper and pens but that that doesn't really do it for me and so that's that's not the right method to go for me anyway I, uh, I've tried all like the fancy, like the gratitude journals and things like that, that had the prompts in them. And honestly, like I have come down to the conclusion that as long as I have, and like, this is literally the one I'm using right now. Mm -hmm. Andrew Fundenberg, Fundy gave oh, yeah. me a couple of these, um, and I had run out of the one I was using and I was like, Hey, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just use this. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just, as long as I have something that's bound. And then pens, I don't, I have a favorite pen that I use, but I've run out of them. And it's like, but now that it's a habit, like it just, it just happens. Like mm -hmm. you just do it on a daily basis. But yeah, if you need that motivation that like you need the fancy pen or you need the fancy planner or right. you need, you know, you need the automation or yep. like kind of a program like to get you going, then yeah, absolutely do and it. And do that way. and use that. And, and I know, so like, I know my wife is watching and I know she's probably laughing her ass off at the idea of my, me journaling because I've been so, so, so terrible about it in the past. Um, and maybe you're thinking the same thing. Well, like, why would I even bother? Because I've just never been good at journaling. Um, but I would say what I would say to that, is, go ahead, go ahead. Just cause you're not good at something or you haven't been good at something in the past doesn't mean you can't become good at it. Precisely. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like. And I, that's like, that is such a limiting belief, right? And it goes yes. beyond like, yes, at one point in your life, it was probably not a good fit for you. And at mm -hmm. one point in your life, it was probably not a priority. But like, I always think of it like people who 
get married and then get divorced and get married again, right? Most people are going to be like, oh, why are you like even bothering? <laughs> like, you're just going to get divorced again. But it's like if you're like most human beings and you learn from mm-hmm. your mistakes and you can grow, which all of us are hopefully doing until the day we die, then you learned from your past and you want to change. Like, it's not why limit yourself with like the things Mm -hmm. that you haven't been able to do like hey when i was a kid i hated mushrooms (laughs) i love mushrooms now (laughs) i still don't like mushrooms (laughs) but but But, you know like try it like my my go-to is i'll try anything twice right right and and that's exactly what my wife said too she said at least you keep trying um Right. And if you're trying to to better your life and better your business, then you have to keep trying because that's the only way to do it. Right. Um, so because you will fail. Yeah. A lot of times. Yeah. Repeatedly. And if you allow those failures to stop you from moving forward, then there there's your limitation. Mm-hmm. The people who succeed are the ones who have failed repeatedly and then they find the right way. Yep. Like. I always go back to, I think I've said this before, Henry Ford, um, Ford Motors was Mm -hmm. the first one to cast a single cast eight cylinder engine. And his engineers for like two years kept telling me that it was impossible to do. And they still did it. Mm -hmm. They found a way, right? So it's the persistence. They failed repeatedly over and over and over. And they could have given up. And Henry Ford could have given up, but we right. might not have an eight-cylinder engine today. Right, 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 exactly. So, you know, we've got about eight minutes left here, um, and I think it's worth taking a little bit of time just to talk about what we are grateful for ourselves. And, um, again, I want to ask, because nobody actually said anything, so I'm a little bit disappointed. Um, but for those of you who are still hanging out, like, who who is going who's going to – create some sort of a gratitude journal for 2020 and use that to help improve your life and improve your business. Uh, let us know in the chat. And if, you, if you're not going to say anything, that's cool too. But uh, Zara, if you want to talk a little bit about what you're grateful for, I'll talk a little bit about what I'm grateful for. And then if you want to share what you're grateful for in the chat, we would love to hear that as well. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, so today, I am oh. grateful. Today. <laughs> my wife says she might revoke my Virgo card. <laughs> just saw that. <laughs> well, Fair enough. <laughs> I am uh, grateful for Kim making us laugh. <laughs> uh, I am grateful for the show. I am grateful to be able to pay my bills. Mm-hmm grateful for the ability to host Thanksgiving tomorrow. Um, grateful for the ridiculous amount of editing I have to do. Maybe a little frustrated, but grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, grateful for the ability that I can take my dog to the vet when I need to. And I need to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just grateful to be here today. Mm-hmm. It's a good day. That's yeah, yeah. That's a good day. Um, Frank says I may not journal, but take a mental note. And my wife basically said the same thing. I will not be. I say three things in my mind when I wake up in the morning, and that works for me. And 
that's great. Like to be perfectly clear, it doesn't have to be something that right. you commit to some sort of a physical or digital form. If you have that kind of a mental practice, that's just as powerful. And there's there, that's that's great. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, I I need to I need to establish a better habit of it because you know as I found over the last several years or so I haven't been mentally recognizing those things as much as I should have. So that's part of why I want to try journaling again, to try to reestablish better habits and mm-hmm. and basically focus more on myself and my life um, rather than on fucking YouTube. <laughs> so what am I grateful for? Um, this is, you know, super lame, and, and I can feel my wife rolling her eyes before I even say it, but I am incredi- incredibly grateful for my wife. We always joke about, like, if, if one of us were ever on a show, like, like you know, the, all the reality shows, and you always have the person who's like, I'm doing this for my wife, I'm doing this for my children. Uh-huh. And we always, this is going to sound terrible, but we always mock those people because we're like, we don't care about your families, we just want to see you do the thing on the show. <laughs> but... Realistically, these are important relationships and people in our lives, and my wife is the most important person in mine, and I'm incredibly grateful for her because um, (laughs) throughout everything, she's always been there um, for me, and and she's been there when I've been at my, you know, when I've not been my best and when I've been my worst and when I've been, you know, a not very good person, and and she's stuck by me through all of that, and, you know, that I'm incredibly lucky for that. So thank you, honey, for... She said, you better be. (laughs) And not only my wife, I am grateful for all of my friends like you, Zara, and Noelle just hopped into the chat, and Frank, and Steve, and everybody else who joins us for these shows. I'm grateful for the people that, um, who, this is going to sound, um, this is going to sound prideful, but I don't mean it to be prideful. But I'm, I'm grateful for the people whose lives I have had some sort of an impact on. Um, and, and the reason for that is because I know that in small ways I'm helping to make the world a better place. Uh, and that's an incredible thing. You know, I got an email the other day from a person who said that they missed me and my videos on YouTube. And that was a really profound thing because... It's easy to get caught up in, you know, the view counts and the follower counts and all of the other things um, that are part of your business, whatever your business might be, and and the metrics and the money and whatnot. But remember, in the end, that there's people behind all of these things. And in the end, it's really the people that matter. So when I got that email, that that really meant a lot to me. And and, um, I was really grateful to get that and and to have that reminder that what I do puts good into the world and I'm I'm I feel very grateful for being able to do that. So yeah. <laughs> Kim is making pumpkin cheesecake bites. Okay, yeah. I'm coming over there. Yeah. Screw family over here. Right. So, that sounds amazing. <laughs> My wife says, I shall never say I am grateful for her on TV, but I may be grateful for the cats. So if I'm ever if I'm ever on TV or maybe even on a big YouTube thing, I can never say that I'm grateful for my wife. I'll be like, I'm grateful for my cats, Brewster and Fizzy and Lulu. They are the but lights of my code. life. <laughs> 
for saying you're grateful for her. Yeah. <laughs> Noelle says, I'm grateful for pie, baking, and watching. I am so grateful for pecan pie, and I am going to eat the shit out of some pecan pie tomorrow. That sounds... I that want sounds some amazing. apple pie. Dang it, now I want pie. We have Jerks. apple pie. And, and, and to be clear, this is an important thing, too. Great, your gratitude doesn't have to be for giant monumental things. Right. Being grateful for pecan pie, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Right. right. And being grateful for the little things, I think, is where, like, it makes a difference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, don't always think that you're, you know, in your gratitude, it's got to be something amazing and profound. It can be as simple as I had a really amazing coffee today and that really made my right. day start off great and, and whatever, um, you know, or I made, you know, I made I made a pie and that pie tasted fucking amazing. You know, uh, Frank says, I'm grateful for my friends because they provide me with social and emotional support. I'm grateful for my family, for their financial and material support. Grateful uh, Zara and Spiros and all the other supportive Facebook groups I have because they keep me grounded and business savvy. Grateful for anime, right? My Hero Academia, I need to catch up on season four. Um, always uplifting a force in my life. Grateful for my faith because it provides me with a great foundation for hope and peace. That's amazing. That's yeah, that's a good one. I really do like Frank's suggestion of like mm -hmm. writing out why why you're grateful for things. Yeah, because um, I I do think like it it gives more of an emotional connection to those things, and mm -hmm. that will help to manifest more of it. Mm -hmm. I think. I yeah, think that's the right word. Yeah, exactly. Like, why are you grateful for that amazing coffee? You know, right? And maybe it's just because it tasted fucking amazing, but the reason can be enlightening to you. Right. Uh, and, and yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. <clears throat> All right. It is 10, 11 here. 10 for you, Zara? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's 10 for me. 10 for you, 11 for me. It's time to wrap this bad boy up. Um, we would be grateful if you did decide to buy that merch. You don't have yeah. to. You know you don't have to, but if you want to, go check it out. It's at shp.photo slash merch. And if you don't want to buy the merch, totally cool. You can let people know about the show. You can let people know about the group. Yeah, and add your friends into yeah, the group. Add your friends Invite the them group. over. Invite them over. And you can let people know about the podcast. You can grab that at shp.photo slash podcast or whatever fine podcast app tool you use. We are there. <clears throat> uh, hey, John. How you doing? John Hartman just joined. Uh, we're wrapping up, John, but hello. <laughs> Noel hello. says... Hello I, and goodbye. Yeah, hello and go, goodbye. Noel says, I'm very grateful for great friends. Incredible. Yes, I think, you know, great friends are really important. Uh, being able to chat to you about my business stresses the other day was such a weight off my shoulders. You are, really are a positive impact. Uh, thank you. And I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for you as well, Noel, uh, for your friendship and for your uh, creative collaboration and working together. All of that's amazing. Walter, Russell... Russell Walter Brinson, the third. <laughs> the third. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to you and everybody else. Zara, any last yep. words you want to add here before we nope, go? Nope, just happy Thanksgiving. And I think that, you know, we'd be super grateful if you guys could give us some direction on what you'd like to see in going into the new year. I know yeah. we have some stuff planned out for the end of the year as far as helping you guys plan your next year. But like, if you have any topic suggestions or things like that, that you'd really like for us to talk about, or even tell us like 
which you know which shows in the past have resonated with you more mm -hmm. so we have a better idea of what you guys are looking for going forward that's going to be helpful for you because we can we can talk about anything really <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely so. all right thank you so much everybody thank happy thanksgiving to everyone have a wonderful wonderful week and we will see you next wednesday wear your stretchy pants tomorrow <laughs> yeah wear your food pants tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> bye <laughs> bye guys